Hi, you're about to listen to Dirty Laughs Podcast. When life doesn't give you the success you planned, grab a microphone and your three best friends and put on a show anyway. just have me and Sam because we are waiting for Harriet <laughs> to get her shit together because she's locked in or was stuck in an attic or something she happened. She stuck in her attic. What? <laughs> That's all right though. You don't need her. Oh, here she is. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah, we need her. <laughs> I, I was literally stuck um, in an attic because the ladder broke. <laughs> what? How did you get down? Rob fixed it. Rob had to jump oh, down okay. and then fix the ladder into into place so that then me and mum could come down it's been great it's been great <laughs> and be proud of me i went out last night drank four bottles of wine with zero hangover four bottles of wine mm-hmm. four bottles of wine i wish i could say the same honestly. <laughs> oh. look at me right now oh sam um oh, i'm in a bad way oh no i am um, i drunkenly bought a ukulele last night <laughs> And it arrived that. this morning. Were you like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I went, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so there was a ukulele downstairs. Can you play the ukulele or anything to that effect? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. There's not one musical instrumental bone in my body. By next week on the podcast, I want you to be able to perform something for I was going to say, oh, I want a rendition it. of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Somewhere Over the Rainbow, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll work on it. Okay, right. So, our question of the week is, is it okay to take ideas from other people's work or projects and use them for yourself? Or should everything be 100% original and authentic? I think that's a really good uh, question. I think, for me personally without looking at other people's works doing other people's works and being inspired by them like I take a lot of what I do from inspiration so for example I might do a dance class at pineapple or bass and there'll be like this one move that sticks with me I think like all dancers have it when they do a routine there's this one move that you're like ah, oh, that's really cool and if it's a move that I've never done before I'll take that one move and that's my new move and I can create a whole piece just off that one move um but i think it's okay to an extent to borrow from other people like that i think that's how a lot of creativity works but i think if you're going to i don't know for example do a dance and you change like three moves and go oh yeah it's mine then i'd be like is it though but i think if you're going to borrow a lot from somebody a ask their permission and b credit them when given like a blah 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 and so say sam did a dance and i was like i love a lot of that and she went yeah yeah, you can use it i'd be like sam drain inspired choreography yeah so if you're going to be inspired by something that's completely different so you know you watch a piece of theater or something and you're inspired by it and you create your own thing fine um there's no such thing i don't think as borrowing because you're not going to give it back once you've taken it you've taken it yeah um and if you do take it then you credit that person or you at least ask permission yeah you don't just take things um that's all i have to say on that 
Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. I think it's it's the best thing you can do is take inspiration from other people because if you're not like if you're not absorbing everything like say you say we were like we're gonna write a musical but we're never gonna watch another musical we're not gonna like find out what anyone else has done with musicals we're gonna go in blind so that it's original you'll end up a making something that doesn't work b you don't know anything about what you're doing and you might be already taking what someone else has done anyway also how embarrassing would it be for us if we put on if we took someone else's work and put it on as ourselves, and they've gone, but that's mine. How embarrassing is that? I know. Yeah, I think that you can take certain things. So you might be like, I really like, I don't know, say for example, uh, we were like, I really liked the the revolving stage that they use in the show Hamilton. It's okay for us to be like, we want to use a revolving stage. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what we should do. But yeah. like, you know, like you, I think you can take pieces and be like mm. i really like what they did with that how could we apply that with what we're doing and you can do that in the same way that you might like as a performer you might look at what someone else is doing and be like oh i really like the way they did that and i'm gonna try and incorporate it into what i'm doing but as long as what you're doing is still your work you know it's still your own creative goal and your own story or you know whatever it is that you're doing it's good sometimes to look at what someone else is doing and kind of reevaluate what you're doing because it it will often improve it. But absolutely, we we would not condone stealing someone's entire work and passing it off as your own because I also think, what's the point? What are you getting out of that? Yeah. No. <laughs> I think as well, it's like that's a lot of taking from inspiration and taking from other people bits obviously or one or two moves um that's how creativity like grows that's how like we can push ourselves as performers and creators and things like that because no one really owns moves really do they i do do you yeah i own all the moves uh, all of them <laughs> oh, i need to talk to you about a lot of copyright then yes i i've been meaning to bring this up but you both owe me a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> mates rates though yeah Absolutely not. No. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was trying to think, is there something we could do musical wise to maybe take like a mini like step out of the plot mm. um, and look at another side, you know, like another another part of writing a musical? I am. Um, I actually have a question. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if we've discussed it. And to be honest, I don't know if we can answer it, but I'm still going to ask it anyway. Yeah. Because I think it's something maybe we could ponder. Um. Song-wise, what do we all want out of some of the songs that are coming into the musical? So, for example, do we want a comedy song? Do we want a torch song? Do we want one that is, like, a solo just singing? Do we want one that is, like, all singing, all dancing, all jazz hands, big, like, tap, like, million wings with an arts ed finish at the end? A million wings. A million wings. Also, Um, Harry, I don't know what an arts ed finish is. (laughs) Oh, jazz hands. I don't want that. I don't <laughs> no. want that. No. Um, yeah, I kind of think this conversation's coming a bit prematurely because we haven't even got a, like an outline of a script or anything yet to know what sort of songs are going where. I do agree, but I do also think it's useful for us to early on at least get on the same page about what we all even like 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If that's if that's if that's what we're talking about, then yeah. If we're talking about oh, we'll have this kind of song and this kind of song, I think that's a bit premature. But if we all sort of if we're talking about what we like and what we don't like, then that's fine. Yeah. What do, does anyone have like styles of musicals and music that they? really dislike and not necessarily styles um but like maybe it's like stuff that you see in musical songs a lot that you particularly just are like i never would want to do this <laughs> so i wouldn't say there's anything that jumps to my head that's an automatic negative but there is actually something that jumps to my head that's a positive that i think would be really cool if we could do something along those lines i really like i call them clever songs um for example the last number in six, it goes with one of a kind, no category, two many years lost in his story. Uh, we're three, three, to take our crown in glory, four, five more minutes, we're six. Yeah. Little things like that just make me really happy on the inside and I'd love us to have something that's, you know, really clever or like little bits like, you know, in Hamilton, like the bullet the character who is the bullet, she's flirting with Philip just before he dies. Like, Philip is flirting with death. It's little things like that that make me go, oh. Yeah. You've got to admire the craftsmanship there. And it's yeah. little things like that. Like, I'd love to have a really clever song like that. Yeah. What's nice about stuff like that as well is um, the, that is, like, works really well when you've got like a team of people that are all working on it together mm. because you can take one little idea and say, just say for like, I don't know, uh, argument's sake in this particular moment, say like I was working on lyrics, Sam was working on like directing and acting um, and Harriet was working on dance. There could be like, it would be like one idea. So when you talk about like the bullet in Hamilton, which is always mm. played by the same character the whole way through. And as an audience, you don't even necessarily notice it most of the time, but it's a thing that they do. Um, it's like, because as if you're all a part of it, but you're doing your individual things, you can incorporate it into all the tiniest little details. Yeah. You know? um, which I think does make it like, I don't know. It's like, it's more enjoyable as well. I like have a really random thing where I don't love it when musicals do an opening number that just tells you the name of the musical over and over um, again. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. always I'm like, all right, we already knew this. Like, this is the one thing I knew coming into it's this like, show. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a wicked. Oh, 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 got it wrong. Do you know what I mean? I really like the opening of Hades Town. Yeah, I love that they use that in the opening and the closing as well. Yeah, but in yeah. in like different tones. At like, yeah, I Hades Town, the music and the way that they use that is so like intricate and clever. Mm. I think. What was it about the Hades Town opening song that you like? It was almost like you you were still just telling a story. Once upon a time. Mm. And it was just like, uh, it wasn't yeah. so much like, this is the show. It was just like, this is what's happened. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. And I think that style, uh, like, it kind of feeds in with what we're talking about with ours, doesn't it? 
yeah if we're talking about like the idea that like they they maybe are like telling a story but it's like a fairy tale story yeah. that obviously turns out to not be fairy tale but like that's the kind of opening and whether that is song or not but i agree i i really like with hades town it doesn't feel like um it doesn't feel like they're like jumping into a big song at the start. It you're no. listening because they are the way it starts is that they're they're literally there is music, but he's just, just telling very, you the story. He's just it's introducing very much it. matter of fact. Mm. It's like speaking over the music yeah. as well, isn't it? Most Once of it. Once upon a time, there's a railroad line. Yeah. Don't know about it, but it's gonna something's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Take that. Let's go. Like. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And everyone's just like, yeah, okay, let's go. And then they introduce each character. That's quite yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do like a character introduction, but equally, I do like a little mystery. And I know that's a yeah. very contradicting and not helpful sentence, but there you go. I'll tell you which musical opening I love is um, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Is that the year? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the introduction, the like opening song is so intense, but <laughs> but like you have to listen to every word of it because they are literally being like, this person is this, and then this person is related to them in this way, and they do this, and it's just literally like a rundown of like who every single person is, and there's just something about it that I really enjoy. <laughs> it's almost just like chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I love chaos. Organised chaos, but I love chaos. I love the opening of Book of Mormon. Yeah. That's like such a good example of um, a way to introduce exactly yes. what is going yeah. on without yeah. like, without being like in your face, like just screaming the Book of Mormon at people or something yeah. for, you know, for a whole song. But it's like, just sets it up perfectly mm. for, for, and I know people may not know the Book of Mormon, but they are... Mormon it's to such sell a fun <laughs> the Book of Mormon, and it opens with them like ringing doorbells and like pit doing their pitch to the audience, like we're opening the door to them, and it's so good. <laughs> Hello, my name is Elder Price. <laughs> um, on a different note, I had like an idea that you may all be like, absolutely not. That's really gross, not gross, but just shit. Hey, just go and do it by yourself, and I can also do that. That we could all take a different musical and make sure they're all very different from each other just in terms of like what they are um and do like a little research into how the musical like the journey of that musical from like initial like inception as it were to making it onto the stage to like so that we can see like different ways that that has happened Mm. That's quite a good That'd idea. Be interesting. Mm. Can I take six? Because I know a bit about the sixth journey of how it was created, obviously, and how it's made. I think everybody does. Um, but I like how. I don't how... actually really know that much about how it was created. Um, long story don't, short. Don't tell it... me now, Harriet. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think it would be that I like the transition to the West End that it had. Yeah. It's quite a nice transition as well. Okay. To me, it makes a lot of sense. Sam, have you got a burning desire? Hades. I need to listen yeah. to this Hades town because everyone's cracking on about it. I think Hades town. Oh, it's my favourite at the minute. Okay, I'm trying to. I want to come up with something that's like different. Because six and Hades town are very different. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or what about Book of Mormon? 
again, it's completely different musical. And that one was, is also quite controversial. So they had a lot of barriers to overcome, or at least I'd imagine they would. Um, yes. Yeah, I'll do the Book of Mormon. Cause it could be interesting to look at even things like, did they, because every writer will be different as well. So like, did they follow some kind of like, you know, strict, like I'm doing things in this order? Did they scatter things in? Did they, or just all the like, the the, the process? Well, they wrote South Park, didn't they? Yeah, I'm just talking about us in general, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it'd they be did interesting to see what made them want to be like, let's write a musical. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the inspiration behind why each like musical was even thought of in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I think that could be really interesting to like then pull apart well, what, yeah, what works for us and what we can take from it. What ideas we can steal, um, as we've already discussed, that we really condone stealing and just putting your name on it. um yeah i was i mean i don't know about you guys i was just feeling like um i think like we are making good progress but also we don't want to like just be pushing i don't know like i was like i don't want to like just be like oh we need to do Mm. this part of the plot this week if we're not really feeling inspired in this exact moment to progress that plot and it might just be a nice break to go let's just look at what we like about other things and how they've done it (laughs) we also don't have a timeline exactly we don't have a timeline so yeah we can do whatever we want and we're putting all this pressure on ourselves we can do whatever we want exactly and I like that that's why it's like nice today to just be like what do we like and dislike about songs and musicals and open it like that's kind of like a nice kind of let's just talk about that topic within musicals and then next week we can talk about other journeys that other musicals have taken and then when we come back to ours we might like have that fresh eyes and inspiration from it as well which I think would be quite nice I hate creating things when I don't feel inspired Mm, it's really hard but then when you're sort of what's the what's the saying you can't pour from an empty cup Mm. We have had a, a, a year of whatever and we've been closed off from creativity. Mm. We haven't been able to go and see shows. We haven't been able to go and get ideas and feel inspired yeah. or yeah. just feel a part of the theatre community, really, mm. like we used to. So now things are opening up again. We are going to take full advantage of it. Yeah. And then eventually we'll be able to pour from our full cups. If you have thoughts please do get in contact with us you can find us on instagram at dirty laughs podcast you can email us podcast at dirty laughs.co.uk well done thank you please share with your friends or whoever you think will enjoy us um trying to get the word out there and what we're doing yes and yeah please share and and please please interact with us on our instagram we um we put a lot of stuff up we put a lot of stuff on the story we do we do a lot of polls and we love getting your opinion yeah um, and we both so we put a poll on our instagram um based off of our head scratcher from our last episode which was do you put your chocolate in the fridge or the cupboard 33 percent said in the fridge Thirty-three percent of you are getting blocked. Sixty-seven <laughs> yeah. percent are in the cupboard. I had someone message to say that um, 
they keep their chocolate in the freezer. <gasps> yes. Blocked Are and you deleted. Okay? Do you need That's help? That's insane. Like, please. I want to know. I'm really intrigued to know what the what the difference is between chocolate that's in the fridge and that's in the freezer. I I'm just I'm interested. Um, I had a few people who say they like they put it in the fridge until they open it, and then once it's open, they keep it in the cupboard. The, there was there was some mixes of of opinion, but the overall consensus does seem to be the cupboard, Good. which is what we wanted. Good, Harriet. Hello. Do you have another head scratcher for us? Scratch your head now. Scratchy, scratchy, nip, nip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On a, on that note, um, this is actually one of the head scratchers um, we are talking about with Steve uh, once we'd finished when we recorded with him. So um, this is a question that's actually from Steve. So why are there 12 hours on a clock but 24 in the day? And I actually, I agree. I am, so I really struggle with 24 hour time. And I prefer 12 hour time. And I completely agree with this. Yeah. And I, think, I yes. mean, I, yes. me and Steve wrote a sketch about this about six years ago. And so I've had a very, very long time to dwell on how much I don't understand <laughs> the 24 hour clock and why it exists. Yeah. Because yeah. it should just be. Should just be twenty four hours on a clock. I don't really understand where yeah. it became two twelve hours. Convenience, I maybe. I I don't understand how it's convenient though. I have just searched it to see if there's an actual answer to this. This this says the number twelve comes from the Egyptian style of finger counting, where you count each. How of many the fingers did they have? Where you count each of the three knuckles on four fingers. One, two, three. It was either day or night and you could estimate the elapsed portion down to your 12 knuckles if someone happened to ask the time. So that's how they would work it out. I've just counted all my knuckles on my fingers and I've got 16. Um, no, not, not including your thumbs. thumbs. Not your thumbs. I've not included my thumbs. But I've you, been well, like... That makes, that's, no. Harriet, that's not possible because you have three knuckles <sighs> on four fingers. Three, t- three times Listen. four... Listen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Perfect. Oh, I was going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. <laughs> so you were counting the middle knuckle twice. <laughs> Either way, can we confirm that that one, that method does not work? Again, not dyslexic friendly. No, I mean, that was in Egyptian times when they didn't have clocks and they couldn't tell the time. So they had to go off of like literally cat so that makes i mean I, I don't really understand the like that much of it but like it makes some vague sense as to why they picked the number 12 because if that was how they counted like they obviously had a counting system and it went up to 12 then i guess they that was all they could do i don't know it's all very confusing if you at home can give us a, a i know we just googled it but if you can come up give us a bit more of a coherent explanation to where this because came from. Because I googled it and then someone started talking about grapes and Spaniards. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so if you actually have, like, you know the answer to this in a way that you can explain it to us like we're school children. We are. That would we really are. help. <laughs> so please, please get in contact. Oh, guys, guys, if you haven't already, let's wish 
Ailish a happy birthday. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I've just realised we haven't we haven't publicly done that on the podcast. So Thanks guys. Happy birthday, girl. You're not allowed to edit that bit out either. I won't, I'll keep it in. Good. Also, these guys sent me a gift voucher for London Theatre and I'm so excited because I can go to the theatre again and I feel like my heart will be happy when Yay. I'm in a theatre <laughs> watching Yay. a musical. So thank you very much. Except oh, you're the welcome. opening number. After that, she'll be fine. Yeah, I'll wait outside for the <laughs> opening number and then I'll go in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, you are more than welcome. And thank you everyone at home for listening, for sharing with us your deepest, darkest secrets, um, and for just being you. That's really nice. You <laughs> I, I was going to say, I can't top that, to everyone. I'm thanking everyone for just being themselves. Apart from a few people. Unless you keep your chocolate in the fridge. <laughs> You're the 25% there. You've, yeah. Um, Okay, let's uh, harmonise, shall we? Good. Good. Oh, a minor, Harriet. Oh, wow. No, that was like, that was dark and eerie. I liked it. You know I can't harmonise. Do you not know the sweat that like pours out of my body when someone says was harmonised. I'm like, run to the back and do the dance. Harriet, you start. No, because it'll be dark and eerie. Just pick a note, any note. Pick a note, any note. Stick on that note. Good. 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 Good.